0: This is Meg Tilton at the Eight Cow Life, episode number 66 Interruptible versus Uninterruptible Time. This is the Eight Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you so sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello everyone and welcome back this week. It's Saturday night when I'm recording this and my house is very quiet. We just got back from going on a little vacation. Kind of a staycation because we stayed in the state of Missouri, but we didn't stay in town. We Went down to southern Missouri to the Branson area, and I love it down there. It is so beautiful at this time of year. We kind of missed the changing of the colors. They haven't quite turned yet because it's been a little bit warmer, I think. And, of course, it's a little bit warmer in southern Missouri than it is up here even. So I'm thinking in, like, another week or two it's going to be so gorgeous there because it's pretty hilly there, and so you get... Just beautiful views of just forest with lots of deciduous trees. Yes, deciduous, right? (laughs) Anyway, so we went to a place called Silver Dollar City, which is an amusement park. And I have to say that I think it is my favorite amusement park I've been to. I think it might even beat Disney World, quite frankly. (laughs) just because of its size. It's a really good size. It's really clean, has great rides, has really interesting things to see outside of the rides. I just loved it. And we also checked out a college that is down there because my kid's preschool teacher suggested it. I'd never heard of it. It's called College of the Ozarks. So impressed with that place. It's a beautiful little campus, it is so clean. It reminded me a lot of BYU in terms of cleanliness because if you've gone to BYU and then you go to another school, not all schools are created equal. (laughs) So I went to Washington State University after I graduated from BYU to work and it's a nice campus but it's not like BYU and it's not as clean and pristine. But this College of the Ozarks was absolutely gorgeous. I loved it. And they have this great welcome center that served this yummy food that my kids all loved. And they have all of these handmade things like jellies and jams and all sorts of things that the students make there on campus. They have a dairy on campus. And it's just a great little place. And everybody who goes there goes for tuition free, which is amazing. But a requirement is, is that you have to work on campus 15 hours a week during the semester. And then sometime during the year, you have to work two 40 hour work weeks. So, and then your tuition is free. I mean, come on. It is based on need. So if you are financially needing, you know, can't pay for it, then that's a huge factor, but it's a Christian school and they're really, um, into our country and honoring our country and the military. And they have tons of different degrees. And I think it's only like 1500 students. So super small, but I was just super impressed. I really, really liked it. So anyway, and my kids liked it too. That was one of their favorite things, which was kind of surprised us, actually. And then we headed up to Kansas City for the Keep on Rolling uh, conference that's put on by Meg Johnson, John By the Way, and Hank Smith. And Hank Smith is my kid's idol. And so we took a little side trip. We basically did like a triangle of the state of Missouri we got home tonight and it was just an awesome trip. I had so much fun with my family. I loved everything. I loved the weather. I loved everything. It was just great, but it's good to be back and into the full swing of stuff before some more exciting things happen in in a couple weeks, which I'll be telling you about later anyway. So I hope you all had a great week as well. And if your kids were on fall break, I hope you did something fun. All right, so let's get to this podcast, because I think it's a really good one, especially when we are heading into the holidays and then into a new year, is to really set yourself up to be very intentional with your time. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I've talked a little bit about scheduling in the past. And the reason I think that scheduling is so important is because I think that that's how we feel more accomplished and how we can get the things that we really want to done is if we're really scheduled and deliberate with our time. So I tend to be kind of a planner. I like to plan, I like to make lists and then cross them off when I get them done. But I frequently will sometimes make a list and get to the end of the day and not have checked very many things off. And because of this, I'm constantly looking for ways to improve my scheduling and accomplishing you know, more things and getting more things done in my day. So if you're like me and you want to be more efficient with your time, or maybe if you're not a planner, but you want to become a planner and you still want to become efficient with your time, then I want to introduce you to the concept of interruptible versus uninterruptible time. And I'm going to break down and kind of go over what both of those mean so that you get a good picture of what I'm talking about. They're kind of self-explanatory, but I'm going to give you some tips. So let's look at what uninterruptible time is first. So this is time that you put your head down and you really push yourself to get things done on your list. So if you are going after your passion, or if there is something that you really need to get done and really need to focus on, whatever that may be in your life, this is the time to do it, since you will have very minimal things that you will get distracted by and that will pull you away, okay? So, you put your phone away, you don't check your social media, you don't get pulled away by anything during this time, unless it's like a really true emergency. And unless specifically and intentionally planned during this time, you don't use this time to like answer calls from friends, to watch TV to surf Pinterest, like you don't do any of that during your uninterruptible time unless you have scheduled it. This is your go time and you need to be totally dialed in to the task at hand. So you want to treat this time like you would if it were you going to a job. You are simply unavailable to anything but Your schedule. And I don't know why this is so hard for us moms to do, but it is. You need to schedule time where it's like, I'm at my job. Like I'm on the clock. Okay. Like seriously, like I'm punching in. Nobody's going to interrupt me because think about what would happen. What links would you go to if you did have a job, say that you worked from home for or that was off-site, or even if you went into an office and you worked, how do you work there? Do you work intentionally at your job? I would hope so, right? Because they're paying you. But this is where you're going to pay yourself in the things that you accomplish during this time. So you have to be very intentional and you have to let nothing interrupt your schedule. It's very set Head down, let's go to work. And again, moms have such a hard time with this. Such a hard time because if your brain is like mine, I will sit down to do one thing and then I'll be thinking about something else and then I'll be something else and then I'm off to the races and before I know it, I'm looking at house plans on Pinterest when I was sitting down to make a grocery list. (laughs) So you have to be really careful in how you train your brain during this time and how you focus. You have to stay very focused during this uninterruptible time and don't let anything, especially your own brain, get you off course. Okay, so that's uninterruptible time. Now let's talk about interruptible time. Now, interruptible time is when you still have a to-do list because I think you should have a to-do list all the time and you should be very scheduled in your time. But in this interruptible time, there are things that you have on a list that you want to accomplish, but you are open to interruptions. So this is when you can be 100% available to your kids who may need help setting up a game or with their homework, or they just need to chat. You can say, accept a call from a friend or you can chat with a neighbor who is unexpectedly stopped by, or you can decide that a sister that you minister to could really use a visit and you go and you visit her. You are still working from a schedule, but the schedule is more fluid and flexible based on the needs and circumstances around you, right? So you want to be very open in this time to other things outside of your schedule. Okay? Because if you're really going to differentiate between these two, you have to have one where you're like I am not interruptible. You cannot talk to me. You cannot interrupt me. And then you have to one have one where you're like, yes, I'm here. I'm totally open to whatever comes my way and what other people need, even though I still have a have a schedule like I'm going to clean the bathroom or I'm going to start dinner, or I'm going to, you know, go and pick up a room and vacuum it. Like you can still do those things, but if somebody comes to you and needs your help, needs you to listen, needs you to do something else, you are more able to do that and very open to do that. So there are definite benefits to dividing your time in these two ways. First, By dividing your time between uninterruptible and interruptible, it allows you to get the things that you want and need to done in an organized and consistent way. And second, it allows you to be present and open to interruptions that come from people and circumstances outside of your control. So you can be open to all of those distractions and not be bitter and not be annoyed. And I just want you to Think of how much more willing you will be to answer those needs of other people, your family and your friends, if you know that there is this time that you've totally scheduled to do that, right? And so there's this time that you've scheduled to help them. And then there's this time that you've scheduled to accomplish the things that you need and want to, because guess what? We serve other people, which I think is so awesome and so important, but we also need to serve ourselves. That is part of being self-care and being self-reliant is that we fill our own bucket right so that we can then in turn fill other people's buckets and help them in doing that for themselves now <laughs> i know that if you're a mom of young kids or if you have a crazy schedule with your kids and everything that's going on you might be saying something like okay that's just great meg i get the interruptible time idea since that seems to be all my time right now like i'm getting interrupted all the time <laughs> But what do I do with my little ones who don't understand uninterruptible time? And that's a great question. And that is definitely a circumstance, right? That will come up like you have little kids. Okay. And I have two little kids that are home all the time. They're five and two. And especially my two-year-old does not get that right now is mommy's uninterruptible time, right? He was like, I don't care. I'm still going to bang on the door. There's many a podcast I have done with him banging on the door and me having to stop and go out and deal with him and move on. And I get a little bit bitter about that, right? So that is a great question to ask. And that is something that you definitely have to address. And this is where you're going to have to be a little creative And you're going to have to be very deliberate so my uninterruptible time happens to be a few days a week when my younger two go to preschool i intentionally put them into preschool so that i could have uninterruptible time and it has been a great decision because guess what they go to a preschool where people love them and they learn awesome things and they're enriched and they get to play with friends and it's just a couple times a week and during that time i get to work and work on my stuff so that when i pick them up i'm like i'm so happy to see you right so i have deliberately scheduled in that uninterruptible time Sometimes I have uninterruptible time in the evenings too, when my husband is home and he is available to be interrupted by my children. That is one thing that I really, really, really appreciate about my husband is I feel like we carry the load pretty equally. And to be honest, and sometimes I actually think he carries it a little bit more than I do, but we're really good at communicating. We're not perfect at it. We still have miscommunications. Don't get me wrong, but we're really good at trying to say, okay, what do you need? And making sure that like he gets what he needs done for his job and that I get things that I need done, whether it be for my job or running the house, you know, getting meals planned and groceries ordered and, you know, plans made for different things that we're doing. So we're really good about communicating that. And that is a huge key in making sure that this plan works as well, is really communicating well with your husband in getting a schedule down and agreeing on when your time is going to be uninterruptible and when it is interruptible. So I understand that not everybody can send their kids to preschool or whatever, but you can hire a babysitter. That is a totally okay idea, which I've talked about in past podcasts for a few hours. You can swap child watching with friends. I have some friends that do that and it's worked out well for them. And I just want you to know that this is kind of another topic for another day, But just because you are a mom and your kid's mom does not mean that you have to be with your kids 24-7. I think that you need to have time where you focus on your passions and it's okay to have your kids taken care of by someone else because guess what? They're going to learn really awesome and valuable things from other people who love them and care for them and want them to succeed as well. And they're going to learn things that you might not be able to teach them. And I think that that is a big humbling thing as a mom is that you have to humble yourself and realize I cannot teach my children everything. There are some people that are way more qualified to teach my children certain things. And I 100% believe this for me. And I kind of had this epiphany a while ago when I was thinking about the family proclamation where it talks about how mothers are primarily in charge of the nurturing of their children. And I just kind of thought, I totally 100% agree with that, but that doesn't mean that I'm the one that teaches them everything, that I'm the one that shows them everything. I'm the one that's in charge of making sure that they have people come into their life that can teach them the things that they need to know. Because guess what? If my my daughter's already come to me who's in middle school with her math, I am not the person to nurture her through that. Guaranteed she'll fail, okay? So luckily my husband can, Like that's, I'm delegating that to him. Like I am not the math person. You are. But what if he wasn't a math person? Guess what I would do? I would go get her a tutor or I would find somebody else that could help her. Nurturing, I don't think means that we do it all ourselves. I think it means that we oversee and that we make sure that our kids get the things that they need. And I think that my kids get a lot of benefit from going to preschool and getting the nurturing that they do there that is way better than I would give them here. And then when they come home, I get to love on them and you know, emphasize and reinforce the things that they learned in preschool. And I've gotten the things that I want done and it's just a great system. And this is much different than it was when I had my first and second and third even. So, I can really say that from personal experience, for years, I would resent my kids because I it would take me like a whole day to get something that I wanted to done because there was this constant interrupting that I was having happen. And I was never able to get into a project for more than 10 to 15 minutes before having to deal with a request from somebody or kids fighting. And since I have built in This uninterruptible time into my schedule, I have a greater feeling of happiness and acceptance, and even more love for my family and the things that they need of me, all while feeling like I'm getting my bucket and my needs met as well. So I have so much more to give them, and I have such a greater appreciation for my role as a mother and the things that I do for my family. And so to me, I can't really think of a downside of scheduling your time like this. I think it is a win-win for everyone. Everyone benefits from knowing the value of your time as a mom. Because I think that moms sacrifice so much, but that doesn't mean you have to be a doormat. Okay? That doesn't mean that people get to walk all over you. That doesn't mean that your time and your needs are not Important. That is not what it means to be a good mom at all. In fact, I think that's a definition of a very bad mom who doesn't realize that she has needs and she has things that need to be taken care of so that she can be a good mom. Moms are not doormats. And so you have to really teach your children to respect your time and then teach them that you respect their time, that you respect their needs and you respect your needs. So they need to see you respecting your needs, if they're going to respect their own, and if they're going to respect your needs as well. By being able to have this time where you are having interruptible and uninterruptible time, you are then fully able to show up and not resent them for interrupting you, right? Because it's totally scheduled in. Now, of course, there's going to be emergencies in that uninterruptible time, but I really want you to think about when was there really like a real emergency that I needed to be interrupted? Like I will often tell my kids, like if there's no blood and the house isn't on fire and somebody's not choking, like don't bother me. (laughs) Right? So really define these times for yourself. Teach your children to respect that. And that in turn will really help them in their life in respecting their time and respecting other people's time and the things that can be accomplished in different time segments of uninterruptible versus interruptible time. So I really challenge this you this week to start structuring your time this way, and you will be able to accomplish a new level of not just productivity but also balance and personal fulfillment. When the important things get done, it is amazing the impact it has on other parts of your life, other things will just really fall into place. All right. That's your assignment. Go schedule your time a little bit more efficiently. And if you like this podcast, will you please share it with your friends? I would so appreciate that. I just love it when people share awesome stuff with me. And so if you like this podcast today, and if you've liked past podcasts, I hope you share it. And I hope you go leave me a review because some people did. They went and left me a review. They are awesome. I'm going to read a review next time because somebody left me a really awesome review and I'm so thankful for it. And I want to know why you haven't. Why haven't you left me a review? Remember, like I had a Christmas present wish last year and it didn't get met and it still hasn't gotten met. And I would love your reviews because that's how the podcast gets out. That's how iTunes promotes it. And that's how other people get to hear about it. And so I hope you all have a great week. And I hope you all know how amazing you are and how valuable your time is and that your time is important and that you're the only one that can make sure that your time is valued. All right. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye.